Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the and it's a good evening from just the bald bombshell tonight so far because New England's very own Van Helsing is missing in action and we don't know where he is. But we're going to press on regardless. So welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. And you join us live tonight from a 5,000-year-old stone monument in Pembrokeshire, West Wales. And our guest with me, who didn't know where we were going until 15 minutes ago when he was made to walk across a field. To get here is uh, the psychic medium and friend of the show, 
and builder of Borley Rectory, yeah. Andrew Taylor. Yeah, in miniature form. In yeah. miniature form, yeah. yeah. Not, not the full scale, and yeah. not the original. Sure, but, but while while we get set up to do this um, walk around Pentreath, all right. While we get set up to do this walk around Pentreath, and Andy, who's come down um, back to visit family in West Wales, has uh, been for the past year almost building a one forty third scale replica of what was always known as England's the most haunted house in England, Borley Rectory. And I've watched this thing grow, and I know we've put pictures on Ghost Chronicles International's page previously, but the model has arrived, and um, I realise that now it's taken up position in, in the office. I've got to travel past Borley Rectory every every day on the way into work. Um, so, Andy, uh, Borley, you're finished. What's next? Or tell them, let's, let's go back and tell them a little why. Why? Why Borley? Why? Because I'd, I'd built Ecto... And sorry, Ecto two. It was I built the IMT one twenty fourth model kit of Ecto two. One A. Is it one A? It's one A. Oh, well, I'm I don't know. the expert. It's Ecto one A. Ecto one A. Then so I built Ecto one A, and I suddenly thought, well, what if? And it was like I needed to revisit Borley, not just in model form, um, actually in my own mind, and get the book books there because I'd not read them since I was a teenager. So I reordered the books, got the plans. Started to draw them out, and I thought, if I can build a model of this, it's going to give me a spatial awareness that nobody else has really put towards. Yours was the test case. And that's going to be doing the tours, so that's going to be going around. It is incredibly detailed. Um, you know, what, what, why? I mean, you've put he's put so much detail, he's got. It's got the architrave, it's got the fireplaces, it's got a spider, I think, uh, or a ghost. It's got a ghost, yeah. I think it might be a spider. With so much detail. And then you close it all up, you can't see any of the detail. Well, I thought you'd got one of those fancy endoscopic cameras and you could fit yeah, around but, inside. And... Yeah, but that's why the bike. I mean, yeah, but you're going to go in there and have a look. The level of detail that you've gone to is... I mean, it's because... You know, when people build these models, these plastic kits, and they've got an engine in them, and then they seal it all in, and it's everybody says, "Why do you do it?" It's because you know it's there. Mm. And then it's a little bit of that, but hello, film that they come up with, and it's it's okay, but it's not brilliant. But then we. Well, it seems we lost uh, Steve and Andrew, I believe. Uh, so they're going to try to get him back. Anyways, this is Ghost Chronicles International. Steve Parsons and Andrew Taylor are on site, and they are talking about a, a giant uh, model of, uh, a very detailed model of Bully Rectory, the most haunted house in uh, England. And I've seen this thing uh, being built on the Ghost Chronicles International page. It's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I would never have the uh, the patience uh, to uh, do this myself. I remember as a kid, I used to make models, but uh, no way anything like this. And, and it's simply amazing. If you haven't seen the pictures on uh, the international page, then uh, I would check them out because it's absolutely fantastic. And, and as I mentioned, I, there's no way... I could even attempt to accomplish anything like that. Apparently, so we, we're back. 
Yeah, you are back. Very good. Yep. You're sounding very rough there, Ron. I hope well, you're better. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I say the reason the reason we're suffering from poor connections is uh, we're we're live on location tonight, and I only revealed. To, well, I only revealed to Andrew uh, where we were as we got there, uh, so it was a complete mystery. I'd, I'd recce the site, out and if you go to our Go to Coast Chronicles Facebook page. You'll see some pictures I took yesterday evening um, at the site called Pentra Ifan. Uh, now, Pentra Ifan is a stone monument that was built 3,500 BC, uh, or the remains of a, of a huge um, burial chamber uh, that was built 3,500 BC that overlooks the Pembrokeshire coast. Oh, I get this. This is going to be like Leon, uh, Ian Allman when you're going to you're going to lock uh, uh, Andrew in the chamber. Uh, <laughs> well, we would, but there isn't a chamber now. Um, oh, bummer! <laughs> it's it's what it is. It was it was originally a series of stones uh, that were erected and then capped by a giant 17-ton megalith. And then um, but then a lot of earth was piled on around it um, to make the chamber itself. But over the millennia, the, the stones of the earth and the stone cladding has eroded away, leaving just the standing stones at the core. So the entrance to the to the monument still exists. But I thought it would be I mean, this this thing is it's been well explored throughout the sort of the last four or five hundred years. It's been well researched, well documented. And um, I have here. Um, the notes. <laughs> I thought, do you know, I'm fed up of taking him to the usual haunted castles and usual haunted locations. And I thought I'm going to really stretch his abilities. I know he knows uh, because he's, he's, you know, he's spent many, many years in Pembrokeshire. So he does know and has visited Pentra Efan previously, but he didn't have a chance. And, and he's, he's, he's got no signal where we are. Um, and as a double precaution, I made him go into airplane mode. So, um, yeah, he can't get access to the notes that I have in front of me. So uh, we can we can uh, stretch his abilities. his abilities because he says he's a psychic medium. <laughs> so he doesn't need any of these notes. Of course not. And the interesting thing about uh, being a psychic medium, though, is that it, he's going to pick up what he picks up and, and not necessarily uh, what you have in your notes. So oh, no, stop giving him excuses. I want the name of the builder. <laughs> That's what I figured you were looking Wimpy. for. You know so what? Uh, be honest. Be honest with you. I was going to open the show with, uh, and all the way from me across the pond is the man who puts the sigh in science. It's Steve <laughs> <laughs> Well, I say. Um, there's a link on our Facebook page to um, the heritage site so people can see where it is. And there's some pictures I took last night at sunset or just before sunset showing the, showing the actual uh, memorial uh, monument. Um, but we opened up because obviously this week, Andy delivered the Borley, Borley, the Borley. I know, that's amazing. It, it, no, um, you've only seen the photographs. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they just don't do it justice. They, they really do not do this thing justice. It's uh, a presence in the room. The whole model is, is, is a presence, isn't it? I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, was, I, I walked past so it. Steve is dwarfed now, huh? That's hard to do. <laughs> I have to walk past Borley going in and out of the office every day now. Right. And, you know, I was there yesterday evening and I swore there was a nun. 
<laughs> and somebody's, you know, a book on the wall near it. I'm sure somebody's been writing in pencil. Uh, yeah, yeah. Scribbling, scribbling. Yeah, light. Does he have the little skull in the cabinet? <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't got the little. It was the skull was in a brown paper bag on yes, the shelf. Yeah, they found the skull in a brown paper bag and then gave it. Gave well, it see, it that's the only disappointing part. I expected to see the writing on the walls. I expected to see the little brown paper bag with the skull in it. I'm so disappointed, Andrew. <laughs> well, this is the 143rd one. This is the prototype for the for the bigger version. Mm-hmm. And I've no doubt. I've no in. doubt. Now you've said the skull in the brown paper bag there. and the it writing on the there. wall. I've no doubt that it will appear in the in the, uh, the one. version two model because so, you've, you've you've set the benchmark now. That's excellent. So, Andrew, I mean, I, I'm just thinking about this now. This is a, a great opportunity for you and, of course, Parrot Science to uh, build a full uh, full model of this, just as it was, and see if that it can attract the spirits that once was. And, of course, Parascience could document this whole thing and uh, see if spirits will go to a familiar location that they're looking for. Uh, what do you think, Steve? Um, oh, that, I, that sounds more and more far. I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I, I've been living with the model. Admittedly, it's not been in its fully completed or fully erected form on the base, mm-hmm. except for about the last sort of five or six weeks. Prior to that, I've got sort of three sections of it. But just just looking, he's missing a window till last just, week. Well, just yeah, just looking at it across, you know, on the cabinet there, and and just glancing across watching TV. It's it is. It's a presence in the room. It's the elephant in the room. It's like. And you do feel for it. It's actually even more impressive in the evening because the way the office lighting works, um, some of the shelves are underlit. And uh-huh. you, you, you turn around and there is this huge shadow of Borley cast back onto the wall behind it. Awesome. It's, it is incredible. I will be taking um, some more detailed pictures of the model and a short video, which we'll put onto the um, International's Facebook page in the next few days. So people listening to the podcast can check by at the end of this week and hopefully it'll be on by then. Mm. Um, but uh, we've had sort of British public holidays here and obviously and visitors. Too, so. Don't you always have British public holidays? Seems like you guys never work. Well, well that's the accusation, isn't it? That's, that's always the accusation of we the British. the colonials, of course. Oh, <laughs> speak, speak, speaking of working, I was doing some research today for um, Spirit Quest and the, uh, the upcoming trip in four weeks' time. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I found a very, very interesting uh, little video snippet from, um, oh, the Gossiping Gal? Or the oh, Gossiping yeah. Gal? Yep. yep. Yeah. You haven't got that hat in your collection? I do. What? You've got that big, you've got her flowery hat? And oh, not hat. her hat. I have the hat I wore that day. I know you've, got, you've only got the one hat. Never change it. And I was reading another article about how, how Ron Kolick issued them all out dousing rods. Is that right? And apparently so. Yeah. Of course, Great Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew could relate, relate to that because as a, as a true true paranormal inventor, uh, investigator, and not no, you said it right the first time. Yeah, as a true paranormal inventor. Yeah. Oh, that's so. That's besides the point. But there. You know, you've got to explore all aspects of the paranormal. If someone's going with thousand rods and saying they're getting this and that experience, then how can you just poo-poo it unless you have? A, no, it, it was just a, it was just a marvelous sentence in the other article I was reading where scientists. Yeah, 
Go back to Ron even Kohler. earlier ones when I talk about orbs. Yeah, scientist Ron Kolick handed out the dowsing rods. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Absolutely. Anyway, let's go back to where we are tonight. And let me check the history. Oh, by the um, way, we have some breaking news. There's a, uh, a Florida professor who uh, um, has come out with an article saying that uh, Texas uh, deserved the Hurricane Harvey because they voted for Trump. It's, uh, well, I was I was reading an article today, uh, sorry, yesterday, um, mm-hmm. by a Christian group mm-hmm. um, based in Louisiana, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, it, as as the storm came ashore, it dropped from Cat Four to Cat Two to Cat One, mm-hmm. as it lost energy over land, and they said that they had prayed for the storm to dissipate, and God answered their prayers by dropping it to a Category One. Good saying. And then dropping sixty inches of rain on Texas. Oh yeah, thanks God. Yeah, he was that doing was the blessing. He was doing the Noah thing again, that wasn't he? Was yeah. This is this, of course, is on the on the uh, steps of, of uh, a New York professor who proved that uh, the latest um, eclipse that we have was, of course, uh, it was uh, racist because uh, it only went over predominantly white states and states that voted for Trump. <laughs> So, well, I thought, well, I've just we, this afternoon we were watching Melania come off Air Force One in a five-inch gold stilettos. Very fetching. I think so. Keep five inches. Just I'm, keep but, but, but keep what, a feet from which getting moon west. was it that was doing the eclipse? Was it the American moon or was it the British moon? The Russian moon. It might have been a North Korean moon. It, it might have been a North Korean missile for all we know. Yeah. <laughs> Kim, Kim Jong Moon. Yeah, we couldn't see it was bad. Moon is a time. Korean surname. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but it was bad weather this side. I couldn't see it in Norfolk. We were right. out looking all evening. That was dark over here. That's why. Is that? What yeah, we got, we got nothing here either, really. Yeah. To speak. No, of. it was it was dark over here. So but we must know, have had a, a perfect total eclipse. Total one, yeah. As I brought up before, I mean, a, a total eclipse occurs every eighteen months on Earth, but uh, it's some, you know, just be, that's the way it is. It's well, it's, New England getting your very own in twenty twenty three. Yeah, whatever. And then being greedy, you get another one in 2024. Yeah, when, we deserve it. 75 years, isn't it? Uh, 90, uh, 2078. I think that's, that's if the world's still around by then, you know. Yeah. I'll be there. Right, so should we... Um, should yeah, we, we should, oh, yeah, we should talk about something, huh? Well, I was going to say, should we should we put our medium to the test? So when was it... What are, what are you getting about the age of the Dolman monument that we're... <laughs> would you want the exact guy? Yeah, and the builder. And the builder. Yeah, like I said, it was Wimpy's. You'll have to explain to the, no. to the American. No. Do they know what Wimpy's? No. They don't know it was a construction no, company. No. 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 Um, it's just one of those things. It's more. I'm checking the facts as he as he does yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just feeling the power. I'm feeling. Wait, the, wait a minute, Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, I hate to interrupt yeah, you, but I am actually getting through you. I am getting messages. Yes. Go uh, on. Yep. The the building the builder. Yep. He had. Uh, he had hair and uh, two arms. I can see that right now. Can you see the rabbit skins he's wearing? Oh, is that what it is? I, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I you thought, were, that was, you I thought, thought it was, was well fake. hung then, but... I'm sorry to interrupt you. Carry on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you, I don't think with anything like this, you, you're talking of a time when people didn't record things in the accepted way that we look at today. They, they've got no form of writing even. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're actually doing... You're just feeling an energy, and the the place buzzes with it. I mean, you know, I, I've got such a thick head with this. It's it really is like I've been smacked in the face with a cricket bat. 
right across the eyes. I've just got it buzzing. So, yeah, you know, it, I'm just getting a wham from that. There's obviously granite. There's, there's quartz or something in the stone. Just running my hands over them earlier, and, and you definitely feel a tingle. Um, we're just getting to the sun's just dropped in that now. It's, it really has fallen out of the sky. And you can see a, a sort of halo around the stones. Um, I'm not a great believer in auras, but maybe it's just the, the magic, the, the energy and this headache, but I can actually see a glow around the stones, sort of slightly luminous quality to them. Uh, hopefully, as it gets darker towards nine o'clock, we might see more of that. So. But that's all I'm getting at the moment. I'm not feeling individual people. I'm just feeling the energy of the place more than anything. Oh, that's really what I was is... gonna... You're feeling the energy, right? Yeah. So when you feel the energy, is it a heavy energy? Is it a light energy? How, how are you feeling? I mean... I'm feeling I... excited. I'm feeling excited. like it's Christmas morning. Okay. I'm, you know when you get up Christmas morning as a child and you've got that that wonderment, that sort of uh, just total excitement. You just want to get in there and you want to start opening your presence. And that's what I'm getting. So okay. putting it into modern terms, that's how this place feels to me. If okay. this is a funeral, it's nowhere near the sort of funeral sort of thing that we'd see today. You know, there's this, there's no solemnity to it. Right. There's so almost a celebration. Like, more like an Irish funeral then, right? There's a wake. It's a wake. It's definitely a wake. And that's what I'm feeling. And, and that's this energy that's imbued in these stones. The people that built it, constructed it, the respect and... And the measure of their regard for the individual, the chieftain, perhaps. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Is it Pictish? I don't know, but, but I'm getting that sort of thing with it. There's definitely this connection through these sort of areas. And well, I, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got this huge set of archaeological notes in front of me. And well, um, what, one thing that strikes me, Andy, is you're picking up. You've, you've zoned right in on the the Neolithic, mm -hmm. the, the the sort of pre history yeah, age yeah, of the yeah. stones and yet you know this these stones have been visited and known about for at least a thousand years in the yes, archaeological yeah, yeah. in you know in the known records and have been significant since then and you know there were right people writing about them in the 12th century the 15th century 16th century they've been you know they are a revered much visited monument how are you able to separate, you know, the well, original... I'm not getting any of... I'm not getting anything that I can recognise. I'm not getting anything sort of modern history. I'm just getting this sense of awe and power from it currently. Um, never visited the pyramids, but very much the sort of feeling I think I'd perhaps get if I was in the Valley of the Kings, that sort of thing. It's, it's, it's beyond... It, it is prehistory. Maybe as we sit here and we start to, you know, sort of chill in and we, we connect more, we might feel people that have been there. Given that the majority of the thing is missing, I mean, are you able to discern? I mean, we can see the outline because um, the Heritage Authority have sort of conveniently, uh, play, you know, sort of made an, a small earthwork that mm. outlines the, the scale of it. Overall length is around about 120 feet um, of the total monument. The stones themselves are obviously only one small part of it. That they form the entrance to the to the um, ceremonial um, dolmen, as it's called. And uh, the the big stone that you can see lying flat on top, uh, nine feet off the ground, balanced precariously on three others, weighs approximately 17 tons. Um, so... But they only literally form a very small. They, they form the entrance to this uh, monument that runs back down the hill, um, around about 100, uh, 120 feet. No, well, that's where by, by about seventy feet wide. 
know. um, give or take. So, are you able to get anything from the total area or, or anything beyond just, just the entrance? This sense of order. I mean, we're stood slightly away from the road because it is actually quite near a road. People have to come visit it. You go over the top into the mountains in the side, don't you? Effectively up from the coast. So it's it's yeah. I mean, there's you can a lot see more right out across people. the Irish Sea to yeah, Ireland, and you've got all of that sensation. I think there's, I think it's it's this sense of all it's awe and wonder at the scale of the thing. But as you say, you can't see a lot of what it was. You can see its footprint and you can see the entrance, but that's what part of this energy is. It's it's the full for the full feeling of what the full thing might have given when it was complete. It's still there. It's almost like a ghost of the actual mount or the mound that I'm feeling, I'm sensing, I'm getting no, nothing from any of the archaeological because there's no, been countless I'm, archaeological digs. I'm dicks. getting nothing from any of those at the moment. I'm, you, Ron mentioned dowsing. Yes, you know, if I'm starting to think of that now, I'm thinking of dowsing. I'm getting. Well, what was I'm name? looking round now in the hedges for some sticks. I'm getting the old Lethbridge thing. Oh, Lethbridge. He used a pendulum there. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's the sort of thing I'm getting. I'm getting that going on. At what period in time I'm not aware. Obviously, as you say, people have visited this in known history for a thousand years or more. And I mean, it is very, very popular with the, the New Age sort of cult at the yeah, moment. I'm surprised we haven't got more about it. There are one or two people that run through giggling and laughing. There's lots of barefoot people on notice. So. There were earlier. Um, I'm, I'm quite strange and, and last, shoes on, I think. Last night it was a much clearer evening. Tonight it's slightly overcast. And last night there was quite a few obviously New Age people um, who were intent on touching and hugging mm. sort, of, sort of being Eating in close contact Sorry? Eating their fish and chips? No, they're not eating <laughs> no, fish and chips. They, they there, was, there was a couple who were... Um... No, don't say what that couple were doing. No, they weren't doing that. Oh, right. They, <laughs> they, were, they, they, they were obviously making an offering. Uh, they had candles and they were, they were sort of making some sort of small ceremony to themselves. Mm. Um, but nobody tonight. There's, uh, there's a few people coming in, you know, sort of... I think, I think the presence of us is actually putting them off. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got technology. I think the very fact that you've got something that's lit up and it's got a screen, and we're we're obviously talking to people, it's putting people off. But I, I think the people come here, and and as you say, new age, and I don't think they're trying to connect with any ancient thing. It's almost how they adapt the, the needs and the energy of this thing to their modern desires. You know, I mean, this offering that they could be wishing for a child, to, you know, to be blessed with a pregnancy or any, something. Any ghosts? I'm getting no no single person at the moment if i do get like i said about rabbit skins but yes you know it's how are they going to be dressed this is the thing are they going to be painted blue for instance i don't know, yeah, I, was, you know I mean I, i'd be astonished if he you know if if andy came up with a you know, sort of ghost of a neolithic no sort of, i'm not yeah. going to get that corny but you know it, this is a monument that's been significant to a lot of people you know there are a lot of people who travel you know it, it's, it's also been ripped apart. Yeah, but it's almost it's like a pilgrimage site, it even is, in its present form. It's like Tom St. David isn't far away. You know, we have we have people who you know they they erect um, picnic benches in in memoriam. Yeah, so yeah. you know, no ghosts have come back in memoriam. I've not got that happening. I've not got that happening. I've got I've got an energy which I think is you know people build this energy. We, we say about the energy in the stones, and yes, I can see a, as I look at a cast about the stones that. Very, it's not great. Oh, we gotta take a break. We should we'll do be that. right back. Welcome to Talking Net. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. International, you join us tonight live from a five and a half thousand year old Neolithic burial monument in West Wales. And our Don't guest with me. us, and our guest with us tonight, just as the sky reddens the, the with the setting sun. Dropped, so, the um, and the monument pretty much faces it's the midwinter sun set. Mm. So we're slightly off axis tonight, but nonetheless, it's still impressive. It's the birds have stopped singing. It's got a lot quieter. There's a chill in the air now. Is this? I say, if you go onto the Ghost Chronicles International page, you can see the links and you can see pictures of where we are. Um, we're standing. Well, we're slightly to one side of the monument, next to because. I don't want to sit under that. Actually, <laughs> I don't want to tempt fight. <laughs> well, no, it's more practical. That if, if we, it does rain, we'll if, go under it. If we go near this giant sort of stone ob- uh, monument, it, we, we lose the 4G signal. So um, I think it's the granite. I don't think it's actually blocking it. I think it's just the granite. You see how thick it is, that roof. Anyway. No, could be. <laughs> so our guest tonight is Andrew Medium. Andrew Medium, who's a psychic tailor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think alcohol is involved there, by the way. It sounds <laughs> like what, what, it, what is interesting is Andrew talked uh, um, in part one about an aura, a glow around the stones, um, which sounded mightily impressive. And indeed, um, in the light, the stones, I, can, I saw it with my own eyes, they do have an eerie white glow. Ooh, until you look a, a little... 
true. We well, can't actually. That uh, shows it because what it is, the stones are covered or a lichen on them. in very bright white lichen, is which is UV, it? which yeah, is yeah. ultraviolet. We um, sort of like like yeah, yeah, well, yeah. when you wash a shirt in um, yeah, get in tide, yeah, yeah. and so they are sort of slightly glowing. Uh, it's it's not a luminosity; it's just a sort of mm. slight fluorescence of the of it's the white. Is it a bioluminescence? No, no. I think it's just because the oh, lichen. God, is I just thought I'd throw that. Yeah, it might, it might be, but so the lichen is just like it's just very white and fluffy, and the, it has this sort of white furry aura around it. But it, I'm, I'm sorry, it's not psychic, Andy. I'm gonna see if I can read. It's not mystical. It's just natural. Oh, no, I still, I still, I, you know, I still, I, I've got to argue that it, no, there is a definite glow even now because the sun's gone now. So it's not, it's not right. luminescence from anything left over from any so, sort of sun. Andrew, Andrew, does does Steve have his sunglasses on? Does it, yes, you, you, we've talked about this before, haven't we? On many occasions, he's got his scientist glasses avoid him actually seeing anything beyond the science of it. It's like the yeah. dowsing rods. I mean, I said about people using pendulums and things around here, all of that goes on. You can imagine we do get all, we get the nutcases come here as well, and I'll, I'll say that quite, you know, straight out. But what I also, I mean, you know, we've said this is a burial site. It's not. It's deeper than that. It goes further back. This is obviously some form of temple complex, maybe. It's been revered above and beyond that. That's, we were saying about the wake, the, the funeral almost being a wake, a, a praise of the person's life. Before that, for, for many centuries before that, it's been used as, as a sacred site. I think it's literally down to it, its orientation, where it is and the views from here, because they are incredible. Well, the, the monument does, it, it's um, right on the ridge line of, mm. uh, and then the, the land falls away rapidly to the, uh, to the Irish Sea. And the monument is clearly designed to be seen from, you know, as you approach from, from the lower land. And or, it, even it, sea. or even the sea. Or even the sea. It has a commanding view westward towards Ireland. And in fact, earlier, that, well, last night when it was much clearer, you know, you could actually see the uh, coast of Ireland 30-something miles away. Uh, so there is a, an element of, and it, it's um, believed to be a part of the cult of ancestor worship. And the natives who uh, first arrived in West Wales were believed to have come from um, the West, so from Ireland itself. And there are many links between the monuments here on the West Coast and the Irish um, burial monuments such as mm. Newgrange. Yes, yeah. Um, just to give you some ideas, according to archaeology, the dolmen dates from approximately 3,500 BC and has traditionally been identified as a communal burial. Under the theory these existing stones which form the portal entrance and main chamber of the tomb would originally have been covered by a large mound of stones and earth approximately 30 meters or 98 feet long and some 17 meters in width now these curb stones are still lying about some of these stone covers are still lying around um, scattered in the farmer's field and in fact what's interesting is um, on the drawings and the um, on the plaque that's nearby, it shows almost like a dry stone wall effect covering the chamber. Um, many of the fields around here um, have dry stone wall, um, whereas lower down, they tend to be uh, earth banking. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if, uh, as with many great monuments, the stones <laughs> that we're seeing in these dry stone walls originally came from Plas uh, Pentra Ethan itself. Mm. 
Well, that I, makes I, sense. very much so. I mean, they, they'd use that, they'd reuse the stones. At that point, obviously, it had lost its um, eminence as this sort of this ancestor worship cult. It, it was no longer, you know, a necessary adjunct. You know, maybe the Christianity had taken over when that was done. I mean, the, the purpose of the dry stone walls is to let the wind through because in the winter here, as you know, only too well, it's uh, it howls through. Uh, and, and as we've said, that's what's eroded the rest of it away and expose the stones to a lot well, of I mean, to steal. You know, most, most of those great castles mm. that the Americans admire so much, the reason that they're missing is that the local townsfolk have stolen all the stone. Yeah, you, you very often see when you go through the street, somebody says, oh, this is part of the castle, my doorstep, or, you know, and yeah. I've got a mounting block that was here or there, and that was I've part of the I've got a gargoyle's head yeah, from yeah, the local yeah. cathedral over my I'm fireplace. just wondering what you've got in the garden at home from various We, we actually have the remains of a chapel, um, I heard about have, that, but I thought we, you'd stolen that before it was actually. Declared. No, it was. It was. It was. We were. We were given that. We have. Uh, we have a memorial to um, one of, a small Welsh chapel which was made redundant some years ago, um, gracing the. I know I got a crucifix from one that you gave me. That's right, a great big wooden crucifix. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I'm really? Amazing sort of. It sounds like we're we're, we're sacking. Church. Well, back home, back home, our kitchen wall is adorned with a six foot high uh, oak cross yeah, that yeah. came out of a church rescue. Because over here, of course, many churches and chapels have been turned into private residences or commercial properties clubs. or bingo clubs. And um, it, it's, it's not uncommon for um, the builders uh, mm. to get in touch and say that, you know, they, they don't want to destroy the artifacts that are inside and the church don't want them and nobody seems to love them. So, you know, I, I, some of them I've given a, a, a willing... Yeah, we are. I'm just wondering I if that's normal in open country like this. But Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well it will be because of the, the lights and the insects. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. so um, yeah, we're surrounded by bats, rabbits and sheep at the moment. Which is crazy. Sheep, and we're treading in what they've left as well. So well, it's dig the bits group. out of the cleats in my shoes, I think, when I get that. Anyway, camera. let's go back to uh, thoughts and impressions of um, a psychic Andy or... Uh, uh, Andrew Medium Psychic Taylor. As I called you before. Do you know this? So, wait, wait, when you're standing, where are you standing right now, guys? Are you inside this circle? Are you uh, out no, there? It's no, not a circle. Right. If you look at the photo, if you look at the uh, the photographs, we're slightly. We're about eight feet to one side of the. Um, so we're still within the monument itself. Mm, in in the original angle. We're line. we're within the chamber. Um, and so the entrance, which is the big capstone and the standing stones, are about two or three arms lengths away uh, from okay. us at the moment. We we can't go much closer because it does seem to block the signal. So can um, you walk around it? Is that possible to walk around yeah, it? And, and Andrew will give us impressions as he does. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, we on. never wander. <laughs> go on then. Right, let's go over to that side of it. Go then. On, then. If we lose signal, then wrong. You're going to have to keep talking. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, but as you go along, if you pick up anything, Andrew, please speak up. All right. Well, let's let's. I know we can't have dead air because it's a it's a radio show, but yeah, um, we're gonna. Um, I'll I'll I'll, 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 I'll I'm I'll here. Just, I'll, I'll yeah. Well, just, I'll step away. From, I'll step away from Andrew for a minute and yeah. talk a little bit more the because. The, why don't you give Andrew the phone and let him talk as he walks? Because we're connected by a cable to a battery pack. Oh, in that case, that won't work. <laughs> no. um, but while Andrew just has a moment to, to focus, um, mm -hmm. the monument has been well documented since about the 17th century. It was visited by many of the great British antiquarians, John Aubrey and others, who made many um, 
sketches and watercolors of the monument it was it was very extensively known it was it comes from an area of west wales that provided the bluestones for stonehenge um it's part of the priscelli range and the priscelli bluestones of course form one of the stone rings of stonehenge the outer ring of stonehenge not the big one with the trilithons um that uh, but all of these stones which were said by legend to have been transported from Pembrokeshire to Stonehenge site by Merlin, the great wizard of uh, Arthurian legend. Uh, we're on that same sort of mountain uh, extension of that same mountain range as the Priscelli Bluestones have come from. And there are a number of henges, including one called Gorsbauer, which isn't terribly far distant along the same range, which dates back to, in fact, predates Stonehenge. And this monument that we're on tonight also um, is around about the same era as Stonehenge was being built. So whatever was happening three and a half thousand BC, five and a half thousand years ago, um, in this part of uh, West Wales was obviously quite significant, significant enough to give birth to Stonehenge. Um, so we thought it would be, I thought it would be an interesting place. I'm just I'm trying to round Andrew up. He's, he's gone the wrong side of the capstone now, so. So he's got lives, basically. No, well, I'm just described the view because I'm just about to beckon him to come back. We're just looking back from the Irish Sea, so facing inland down the Priscelli Range now towards, uh, we can see the distant lights of a giant um, modern yeah, modern uh, television is, transmitter. Is there any drawing uh, or renderings of the what it, what it used to look like? Yes, there's there's this, uh, on the on the website that I've directed people to the uh, Cadu, which is the Welsh Heri- uh, Welsh sort of um, heritage site. There is um, uh, an artist rendering of what it would have looked like complete, but all of the outer stone cladding and the earth that, that banked up around you know, to form the chamber itself has been long since it lost and eroded. And in fact, in in recorded history, um, so that must have happened. Yeah, millennia ago because when it was first documented in the 12th and 13th century that had all gone the, the monument has only ever been known to a living you know to uh, the recordings or re, uh, in recorded history as a series of standing stones with this giant capstone monument uh, memorial i see uh, lithic on top of it um anyway i've, I've rounded him up now yes, so yeah i'm back <laughs> right impressions that i'm getting well Psychically, do Donald I'm, Trump an impression of Donald Trump? No, I'm not going to. Oh. I'm not going to do a Donald Trump. But I mean, we were we were discussing it's just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, and right, I speak. Okay, then, yeah. We, we we were discussing this business about you know the, the pomp and the ceremony and all that. And the only way I can describe it, um, it's like one of those 30s Hollywood sort of um, Egyptian epics you used to get. You know, where you've got all these these people in black and white with all the mascara in Charlton the, in the Yeah, that sort of thing. But they're all out there, and they're all bowing, and they're all wishing their torches burning. There are a lot of people, when you consider what the population would do, there are a lot of people in this one area that are doing this worship. And this is before I'm seeing what's here now. There's none of this. There's no big mound. These are just people lined up in fields with torches and sticks. Uh, I'm not getting, you know, I'm not right, but there is a lot it going on It is a Trump there. rally. It could well be a Trump rally. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's definitely not a Clinton rally. <laughs> They'd be burning her, I think. Or burning, maybe they're going to burn an image of Careful. Trump. I'm not sure. <laughs> Can you say that on this? No. I don't know. Okay, no, you can't. Not. No, I'm not going to get all political. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But the other thing is, when you, you actually, as I walked away, I made, was it John Aubrey you mentioned? That's the thing. You're also getting that, but 
Who was the guy that, that destroyed stones in Avebury? I've got people trying to move a stone here. They did move one of the stones. Okay, I've got people yeah. moving a stone, but I've got them lighting fires on it. Well, and this is this is people in. Yeah, well, I, I, I've got to be honest. As we walked, uh, years, yeah, as we walked up the path, somebody has actually had a what looks like a, a barbecue on one of the flat stones. No, I'm nearby. on about I'm on about a big fire, bonfire. Yeah, I'm just saying it could be, you know, could yeah, be. Okay, oh I'm my god! Just shoot me. And I've got them quenching it with water. The same thing that was done, I think, at Ibrew, which was just to crack stones, to, to move. There's almost this thing that they wanted to destroy it within, you know, uh, you know, re- relatively recent history. I'm talking maybe three, four hundred years. I, I believe that, that, sort of that the... Sort of well, I, I believe that during the early part of... Um, um, these people the, have got colour. One I'm seeing... There was, yeah. there was a, mo- a movement I'm to destroy a some priests. Yeah, there was a... There was a movement to destroy some of these big monuments, but Pedro Ethan, I, I, I don't think, was included in there's that. A Methodist or at least it's not recorded that I think that there's it was. a lot of preaching going on, because you know this business where you keep the... Well, the John, Wes- John Wesley uh, preached in this area. He looks very... I don't know. I mean, he's got a Methodist collar, and I'm getting him, and it's almost like he's, he's mm. sort of telling people they shouldn't be venerating this. And he's preaching, and he's telling them that. And it, it, there's this move... They're to all damned! This is it, Don't you know, this fire hell. and brimstone stuff, it's... It's either him or Ian Paisley. I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the sort of thing I'm getting. We're back to a it. Trump rally again, aren't Yeah, we? but this now this is a lot more recent than the people that I got in the line. Well, I don't, I don't think Wesley had any objection to the monuments per se. But anyway, it's not about an, an, an argument about history. But yeah, yeah, yeah but that's I'm, all, what I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what I'm you're getting. That's what I'm seeing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I've had this business with, with this great big, almost a Busby Berkeley sort of look of a film. With lines of people and torture going towards the sea, in lines, circles, and then lines going towards the sea, almost an avenue to approach. We talked about it being seen from the sea. It's obviously some sort of mark that they may be steered towards. You wouldn't do it at night, obviously, because they didn't light it, or unless they did on an occasion such as what I'm seeing. When they were all brandishing the torch. And they've spoken about It's before. almost like there's an avenue. <laughs> you know, when you see the old. Um... Well, what's interesting is, I mean, from a rational perspective, yeah. um, is that uh, describing the location earlier? There is a natural valley that runs all the yes, way down yeah, to the you sea. You can see it. You, you know, you can see. It's, it's, a, it's a straightforward sort of natural valley. That oh, na- you've had a skateboard and it was paved. You'd have a good fun there. Yeah, there. I mean, you could ski all the way down to the sea. Or here. one of those rubber mat things that you sort yeah. of fill with water and get on a what's, tube. What's also quite interesting, uh, you know, being, bringing it slightly up to date, is that we're not very far north. In fact, we're on the edge of what's called the Dovid Triangle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what reminded You're me? Making of, me look at the Guys, well, <laughs> what reminded me of that is because an aeroplane just went over, and we're in a part of West Wales that was that became internationally famous 40 years ago um, in the 1970s when there was a huge UFO flap and outbreak with aliens landing and alien giants encounters, in giants in silver suits, and the entire almost the entirety of a uh, infant school in Broadover. Um, they they uh, you can hear the sheep now. They're coming yeah. even closer. Uh, they reported seeing um, a spaceship landing in the field behind the school. And it does, I mean, you know, you're in these sort of, we're stood next to this, and with it now, you know, the afterglow of twilight mm. and the, the sheep, the bat, it does take on I don't an know atmosphere. What that, was. that wasn't a sheep or a bat, it was something strange. That would be the fox, be a fox. Is it? Is it? Yeah, it could be, yeah, be a yeah. fox, but. 
It does. There is an atmosphere, isn't there? The air's chilled down, and there is. A we've, we've said it lots of times when we've quieting. done lives. You get that switch off, and it switches to the night mode. Do you, I don't know if you've got sat nav in your car, and when the sun sets, you get a different background. Mm-hmm. Mine in the daytime, it's got white in the background, but when it switches to night mode, obviously so it doesn't glare you. The sun sets, it goes to a black background, and that's how it seems to be. It really is as if somebody flicks a switch when that sun sets. You get a sensation I mean, of it. We can see the very distant lights of um, isolated villages mm. and the odd farm um, in the hills. Um, there's actually the ground is starting to get damp now from the dew as well. Yeah, so we've got that's... an early dew fall and. It's obviously that dew point because I can feel it in it when I touch it. So, but yeah, it's it's. So, it's I mean, as we as we start to draw towards you know darkness itself, mm. I mean, is the atmosphere psychically is it changing? I, the stones are still glowing. I don't care what you say. The stones are still glowing. It's not it's not residue from the sunlight. There is still a, a definite. And I'm not on about just this light. It's not the bright blue lights all over this. The phone then that's causing no because you're you've got that angled away from them. There's there's a definite sort of six inches to a foot sort of halo around each one, and it's a pale Tell cream. What, go go walk into it a minute. Then. I'll go and walk in and I'll see what I can find when I go in there. I'm just I'm just sending Andy into the stones halo or aura. Is he gonna glow? Uh, he's not glowing from where I'm standing, and I can't see it. I mean. Unfortunately, I'm I'm doing this from an iPhone, and I'm being dazzled by a bright blue, where blue white screen that's uh, just in front of me. Um, yeah, but you, so, you have your sunglasses on anyway. So no, sure. I don't have my sunglasses on. It's dark. <laughs> I never stopped you before. I never stopped you before. I only have to wear sunglasses when I'm when I'm in your aura. Um, oh yeah, oh, true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So you know, whenever you face away from me, so I'm looking at your backside, then I definitely need the sunglasses. Are you, you're telling me you can't see the glow on that. I can't. No. Can you hear me though? There. I can hear you. Yeah. Ron, can, Ron, can you hear Andy? He's in. He's. He's yes, in. Absolutely. Oh, that's a, I'm just asking Steve because I'm sort of in this monster stone. Now he stood outside because he's front. This thing's going to fall on his head, and he can't mm. see the glow that I'm pushing my hand in and out of. Hmm. I can actually move my hand, and I can see my hand when I move it into the glow, and when I withdraw it, I can't see my hand. Oh, that's cool. I think he's been at the henbane personally, but there yeah. we are. <laughs> it's, it, and I can feel that buzz. I've definitely got that buzz on the stone. Let me try and get a bit closer without losing signal. Yeah, but you don't come under So anyways... Um, Is that better? Yeah. Okay, uh, can you, can you, you guys can carry on, right? Yeah, 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 we're good. Yeah, Cal's on the phone. i got to talk to him. Okay. Um, right, well, Andy, do you want to come back over here? Um, we've, got, we've got a phone call from the dead coming in that Ron has to take. Let me just set the scene. If you are just sort of wondering what the hell is going on. Um, two two men in the middle of a field. Yeah, two men on the side of a mountain in the middle of the field surrounded by sheep, bats, and rabbits. Ooh, we're, we're on the site of Pentra Ethan, which, was a, which is a stone megalith built 3,500 BC, so five and a half thousand years ago, contemporary with Stonehenge, and we're on um, the range of hills called the Priscelli Hills, as they overlook the Irish Sea, and the Priscelli Hills are also noted uh, because they provided the Priscelli Bluestones, which form one of the rings of Stonehenge itself, so they were transported, according to legend, by Merlin, uh, the the great wizard of Arthurian legend, 
to the site of Stonehenge in Wiltshire. But we're on the edge of that range, uh, directly overlooking the Irish Sea, facing west. Uh, the cardigans the sun, over there. The sun has set. They wouldn't know that. No, no that's cardigan. That's definitely cardigan. It's not a cardigan. It's a woody. It's, a well, it's a town. town Make cardigan. a cardigan. That's cardigan there. Yeah. Now you've spoiled my huge intro. I'm not just saying cardigan. I'm just, just saying I used to live over that bit there. There we are. <laughs> pointing on radio, pointing. <laughs> he is, he's pointing on radio. And to, next week's guest, we're going to... Ven- my caravan, is that one? Yeah, next week's guest, we're going to go to Ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might... Live, a live yeah, Ventriloquist. Yeah. Uh, our guest tonight is um, self-proclaimed psychic medium, Andrew Taylor, a great friend of mine, and we've been on many adventures together. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah some we don't talk about. <laughs> so... Um, all, all perfectly legal, except possibly the dogging expedition with Dr. Kieran O'Keefe. Yes, that, that, that wasn't so legal, because we sort of hid from police, I think, on that one, one point. So. Yeah. Which is very strange. Anyway. Um, that's another story. We're, we're at the site, as I say, of Pentra Ethan. Um, we're, we're standing close to the big stone uh, dolmen, uh, very close to the... Do they know what a dolmen is? Yeah. They've just joined yeah, us. they will do. Um, it's like a stone table with three legs. That's the easiest. That's, that's what I can yeah. see. Except the tabletop is 17 feet, uh, weighs 17, 17 tons, tons yeah, in weight, yeah, right. and there's a big lump of granite directly, yeah, yeah, almost no direct, on it directly above our head. Um, the sun has set. The sky is sort of a salmony pink afterglow, and uh, I dragged Andrew up here just to see if we could. Well, he comes once. He comes out this way once a year, and I drag him to haunted castles and places to do a live outside broadcast. And um, I wanted to really third, test this. Is the third year we've you've got a, a weird blue glow. That's you shining your phone at me now. <laughs> Just because I was on about the glow on the stones. The glow on the stones is yellow. Anyway, we've only got a few more minutes. So, uh, uh, what are, uh, have you? Have we had any ghosts pop in? This 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 priest is still about the 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 Methodist preacher is still oh. with us. Um, I don't think he's he's not banging the Bible and saying it, it's evil. He's just saying that they've got to stop the veneration of it. You know what I mean? This was in, of its time, and 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 Christ is of our time, and he's he's sort of going down that route. You know what I mean? He's, Did we get a name for it? That we can maybe. You know, you, you might why am I getting Ebenezer Chapel? Why is the Ebenezer with a chapel? Well, because most of the chapels in West Wales were called Ebenezer Chapel, aren't they? Is that is that a prophet? Is it a prophet? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, Ebenezer, was it? I thought it was yeah. Scrooge. No, it was one of the... One oh, of the right, okay. Yeah. Just, just, I'm no, getting that as... But he's definitely a Methodist minister. He's not, perhaps... I don't know, because he's not got... He's not if got we could get cassock. a name, we could... OK, he's not got a full cast. A lot of the... Yeah, well, he wouldn't... The, he's, the, not got a, he's got riding britches, to tell you the truth. So he's ridden here... Um, we came okay. by car. I'm trying to see now if I can find him. Um, Ask him for a name. Why he's, he's giving me a uh, William, William, but then I'm getting Clent. And and the only Clent that I can think of are hills, which are you know local to my home in the Midlands, the Clent Hills. And but I'm getting William Clent as his name, and he's deaf. Okay. Two minutes. Okay, two minutes. So is that the pizza nearly then? Yeah. Oh, right. Pizza's nearly ready. We've got to get that. I'm starving now, and we've got to go home and get on with getting a name. Yeah, okay. Well, William Clint, I've got got William Clint. (laughs) And he's disrespectful to the Square and Compass as well, but I know Square and Compass is a village. I'm not getting that as a Masonic thing, but I'm getting Square and Compass as a village and and probably Croy's Gokway, but 
why are you up here then? You know, the, the, this thing with the, these families, they're, they're so widespread throughout this area. We, we said about, you know, you've got these lights dotted through the hills here, and you really do see how remote people are. So when we say about these little enclaves of people, but then families are spread. So this guy's coming all the way up here to the services close by here, and his name's William Clent. We've got to look into that, okay, obviously. So we've got so William Clent, possibly William Square Clint. and Compass or Croy's Square Gough. and Compass or Croy's Gough. And Ebenezer. So, and Ebenezer. All right, so... Well, I, w once we get back home and get warmed up, I'm going to I'm gonna um, have a look um, and see if I can locate um, the gentleman or the chapel. Uh, I know the towns exist, of Croy's Gough. There's Croy's villages Gough of Croy's Gough Croy Croy and Compass. compass. Uh, but I'm going to have a look and see if we can maybe, and and I will put it on Facebook if if Andy yeah. and Andy does know the memorial. You know, he he has visited prior, but he didn't know we were coming tonight. And I disarmed his uh, his smart device, so he he's had no access to any smart device. And you've kept those notes in your pocket. Uh, yeah, well, they're over there on the other stone at the moment, That's but enough. well out of your reach. Um, so, yeah, but I'm over. I'm I'm. I'm, we're going to be leaving here soon because I have to travel across that sea over there, right towards that setting sun, to join Ron. At, I'm um, still going to do it one year. We keep saying yeah, this. Yeah. yeah to, 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 I'll side the pennies. So four weeks year. this coming weekend, uh, we'll be at VZ Memorial Park with Spirit Quest 2017, the Houdini and Doyle special, which will be... I mean, you can... It's a, I can't... I, we still can't figure out who's going to play the Englishman and who's going to play the slightly irritating American of European no, origin. It's, uh, it's not typecast on the sceptic. It, it's the sceptic and Ron, the believer. Ron looks good in a top hat. It's the sceptic and the believer. Yeah, Ron um, looks good in a top hat. But nonetheless, this is going to all be taking place at Visa Memorial Park. You can get your tickets at uh, the New England Ghost Project. That's neghostproject.com. The letter N, the letter E, because somebody didn't choose the uh, web URL properly. Okay, <laughs> actually, it's all over. Oh, okay. Well, we kept going until we were told it was all over. I think it's all over. Anyway. From goalies to ghosties. Long-leggedy beasties and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.